Good afternoon, podcasters. How are you doing? Hey. How are we doing, boys? Hey. <laughs> we're all right. We're all right. As we always say. We're back. We're all right. And we're back. Yes. We is back. Season three. Starting season three. I've just got to say, sorry. Sorry to our avid listeners. Over 3,000 of you now in 28 countries. Sorry that we've been away for a little bit. We just took a little bit of a break and now we're back. The audience applause. We all like a good bit of clap, don't we? (laughs) Um, I've got to say, yesterday, just to get refreshed for this episode, I listened to the last one, which went out on the 29th of September. Mm -hmm. And I was laughing for at least the first 15 minutes. It was just pure (laughs) comedy. Possibly the best one we've ever done. And I think that's possibly the reason why we had to just take a break, because how do you top that? Yeah, it was, yeah. It's like, you know, we, we were peaking at the time. So... Dave, what have you been up to since we last spoke? How long's it been? How long's it been since? We, how long's it been since we recorded? Has it been eight weeks? Six, six weeks? seven weeks? Well, seven, seven weeks since we recorded. Uh, pretty standard operations in with a lot of things, but been away a few times, which was awesome, uh, and everything else really just cracking on. I guess you know nothing, nothing of super significance, but I quite like that. I'm all right with that, you know. There's nothing wrong with just, mm. just like... Well, I saw you on Instagram. You were posting some stuff on Instagram and it looked pretty cool, though, to be honest. Where did you go? Been in... Where have I been over since we've been back? Italy. We were out in Italy. Uh, we were in Sardinia. What a place. What an amazing place. Yeah. What was good about it? Everything. I love Italy. I mean, I'll go anywhere. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll literally go anywhere. But we've been to mainland Italy. We've been down to Sicily. And then sort of like worked up to uh, Sardinia. But what a beautiful island. Uh, the, the perfect balance of beach stroke mountain. What, what more do you need? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And the weather was incredible. Where we stayed was spot on. It was just ace. And a good time to go. You know, I think we've been lucky. We've had a decent, I, I think we've had a good summer, uh, you know, over in the UK. Mm-hmm. And then just to dip yeah. out before the dark, dark nights come in, just to get that little bit of additional vitamin. D is it vitamin D? Yeah, class man, class. Yeah, really, 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 really good. Yeah, and the kids and the kids just literally just lived off pizza. But if you're gonna eat <laughs> pizza, we're, we're better to eat it. You know, where else would you do it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If there's one thing you could live off, would it be yes. pizza? No. What would it be? Huh? Stella Artois. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't live very long then. <laughs> so my life, my life wouldn't be that long, but. So I, I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this. What oh. would be your last meal? If that's it, what would be your last meal? What would you have? Probably oh. an intravenous in hospital or something, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, so, 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 something blitzed up. Saline. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> blended. Pure A full English blended. <laughs> something pureed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, blended on a, on a little plastic spoon fed to me, possibly through a straw. It's, I don't it's know. It's your last meal. What are you <laughs> having? Was... Seriously, what are you having? By choice. Yeah, what would you have? I don't know. I think I'd have to go for a really nice steak. Would steak, you really? Fillet steak. Yeah. Why? I, I know. Go Andy, on. No, I mean, I mean, go on, Andy. What would you have? I honestly don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's probably pizza. Would you have a pizza? Proper wood fired burnt pizza at the bottom, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. with chilies on it as well, though. Yeah, you know? yeah, not, yeah. Not just your standard stuff, chilies. I think that's probably what I'd go to. That's my go to. Because right. you can go, you could go caviar and truffle and all that lot. I would go for. Yeah. I'd go jacket spud, 
cheese, beans, salad, <laughs> no onions. What's wrong with that? Or, well, I don't or, know. It just... Or rice, of the gods. rice and beans. And beans. Job done. Rice and beans. I'll just yeah, keep I it so simple. It. Rice and beans. Covers it I'll all. just keep it dead. I'll keep it. I will go so simple. I'll probably go with a jacket spud scenario. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just going to modify me. Can I, mod- can I change my order? Um, go on, yeah. I am going to go for a pizza. I'm going to go for a pizza topped with mushrooms. Oh, um, psilocybin okay. mushrooms. Get some mushrooms. Psilocybin, so I can transition into the next life. Yeah, nice. How nice. does that sound? Does that work? A what? He wants, I can't even say it, hallucinogenic pizza. Is that what you're going for? Oh, that's a thing. <laughs> that has got to be a thing. Well, it will be. I'm sure if we go and see... Any Bo- out there listening? <laughs> go, go and see Bo in Amsterdam. There'll be a shop somewhere that sells one of them, won't there? Mavin it. In yeah, the dark. Mavin it. Let's... Uh, right, I'll just Google yeah. flights to Amsterdam. <laughs> Phil! Phil! Mm. Oh, I miss you, brother. I miss you, brother. What our listeners really want to know is, from the last episode, you know, we've kept us in suspense. How did the Didsbury Fair go? You know, what was the face painting? What, what happened? The face painting didn't happen. In the what? end, a last minute realization of the magnitude of that actual <laughs> gig when you've never actually fa- paced, face, 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 <laughs> painted a face, easy for me to say, painted a face in your life before it was abandoned. So I think that probably did so many people a lot of favors for that day. Such a shame. Did the pressure get to you? Do you want to talk about it? It wasn't me. It was it was my wife and my um, daughter. They were doing it. I was just going to be there for shits and giggles, really, just to sort of watch shits, films. Shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, sadly not. Sadly not. So, I'm sorry, listener. We left you on that hang- cliffhanger eight weeks ago, and uh, now you're back listening. It, it's just unraveled. Do you know what, boys? We didn't even sign out, though, did we? We literally did not sign out. It was not like, here's an episode, we're going to take a break or anything like that. It was like, here's an episode, we went dark. We went dark. Yeah. We went dark. Sorry about that. But I quite like that. Mm, I quite like I feel that. bad about that. No. I, I, I'm not. I quite like we did. Sometimes stuff but like, Not even you know. a cliffhanger. You know, well, tuning for season three. I think it's the fact the darkness that we went dark was the cliffhanger. Well, with some of the messages we got, it obviously was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. True. Well, what have I been up to? Thanks for asking. <laughs> We're not bothered about, about you, mate. We're not too bothered about you. Yeah, that's just that's just you all over in it. Andy, what, so Andrew, 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 what have you been up to, mate? Talk to us. What have you been doing? Oh, thanks, thanks for asking, doing? Dave. <laughs> really appreciate you asking. I've, I've been really busy, like yourself. Been really busy. Been doing quite a lot of work. Really focusing in on my purpose. You know, now I've gone self-employed. Really kind of doing things that I, I enjoy, which it, we'll talk about more about later. But I also had a holiday, the first holiday Nikki and I have had in over 22 years without the children. Wow. An actual holiday. And we went to Madeira, which is, which is beautiful. Weather wasn't perfect, but what, what an island. Absolutely love islands, and that was fantastic. But I also did a bit of, uh, this, is a, this is a phrase, digital nomadery, so, which is you know, probably a key word name for remote working. So I did some remote working, did some coaching when I was out there on the balcony, and in the hotel reception. And it worked out really well. It's kind of made me realize that you don't have to be stuck in a back bedroom or going to an office to do what you do. If you if you enjoy what you do, just find the right place to do it. So that, nice. that's been pretty cool. And the kid the kids are ace as well. You know what I mean? Brandon's been offered a job. Kirsten's got a job. Studies are going well for them. 
the dog's well, which is good. I don't know wow. if I've told you this before. The dog's yeah. been proper poorly. I thought we we're going to yeah. lose him at one point. And I mean, he always stinks, but he stinks less than ever before, which is <laughs> which is pretty cool. So over the last few weeks has been it's been awesome, and the business is going really well. You know, it's it's picked up beyond where I expected. So nice, yeah, tip top, tip top. Really? Digital nomadry, working hard, and just loving life. I think the only dark cloud there, if anything, was just not recording podcasts. That was it. Yeah, no pods, but we're back, aren't we? We're back, rebooted, slightly we're tweaked. Back. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Indeed. So we we were talking about this over the last few weeks, weren't we? About not repositioning or rebranding, but really kind of focusing in on what this podcast's all about. What did we arrive at? Well, we sort of came to this thing that talking card as a as a standalone thing, e- even though it has a lot of meaning for, to us, didn't kind of work well from a kind of positioning point of view. Uh, not that we're abandoning that, but we just sort of did a little bit of kind of regroup on it and decided that it needed to evolve and be a little bit more descriptive to sort of articulate the purpose of the of the podcast, really. So we've sort of expanded the name a little bit. So it's Talking Cod, A Survivor's Guide to Middle Age, Boom. which we think sort of encapsulates it Boom. a lot better, doesn't it? And it's a funny thing because when we set off doing the podcast, we didn't really have a purpose for it. And it almost like it took, you know, a good few episodes for us to even see what, what that was. You know, it was working for us as a, a, you know, unpaid therapy session every week. And other people started listening and saying they were enjoying it. But we never sort of went back and got looked at our own sort of positioning and, and just assessed how that kind of fitted. So, yeah, just a, a sort of slight, slight refresh. And it just gives us that little bit more focus on, on what, what we do. And the other thing we're going to do a little bit more of is rant a bit because we don't often rant enough. You know, publicly. Certainly some of the <laughs> publicly ranting. Publicly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind closed doors. In a in a, a quiet yeah. room on our own, lots of writing riot goes on. But I think you know, state of the mm. world, basically the state of politics, the state of what goes on around us. You know, middle life, there's, there's, the state of middle life. Mid, yeah, totally. You know, the things that bother you now that didn't, you know, when you were younger, like the cost of energy <laughs> and stuff like that, and the shambles that goes on at, at uh, Parliament. So yeah, that's that's the sort of the updates, listener. Yeah, I, I think it was, it was a really re- kind of profound moment when we started talking about it. What what struck me that light bulb moment for me was it's cathartic for me definitely, and I know you guys love getting stuff off your chest as well. And the feedback I've been getting from people saying it just sounds like you know your mates having having a good rant around the pub, you know, and that's actually that's the light bulb moment. That's that's what we enjoy doing, and that's what people enjoy listening to. So let's do more of the same. But you know take the gloves off a little bit and proper go for it. I like the sound of that because we know that particularly guys, but you know, most people want to be heard sometimes and we get really down, depressed, pissed off at a lot of things, but we bottle it up and suppress it. And it just, it's got to come out somewhere else. We just go completely crazy, drink too much and maybe kick off and have a fight or get in trouble with somebody. But what a good platform to do it on, you know, three, three of us just having a good run about stuff kicking off a little bit and people listening to and going, yeah, I agree. Or no, You're I don't wrong. agree. I disagree. So let's keep the comp. Well, that's your place, isn't it, Dave? That you, you are welcome to do. Oh, sorry. You were- <laughs> We've started no, already. Get it. Look at that. Gloves are off. Everyone's scrapping. So 
so with with that in mind, Phil, Dave, yeah. I'm going to go with you, Phil, first. What really has been bugging you recently? What's proper been annoying you? Well, I think what annoys me at the moment is, obviously, we're entering into a, a, what ostensibly is a difficult time for the economy, right? But I think people talk themselves into it way too much. I think, you know, people sort of get fed by the media that the bait of, oh, recession, stop, turn your eating off and don't buy any food and don't do this, do, don't do that. And, and no one kind of questions it and goes, well, hang on a minute, the, the rich in society, the few rich are just getting richer and richer. And everyone from the middle downwards just just gets more and more pressure. But but again, so much of it is if, if you let yourself got con- get consumed by the headlines, which I do, but with a critical eye on them, you could quite easily get drawn into this thing of going, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the shutters down and not do anything for two years, and I'm gonna stress unnecessarily about my own personal circumstances uh, because the media and politicians who, who it's in their favor to say oh god we're having a really terrible time so let's just you know disinvest in in you know public services ran over you know i just i just think it's too easy to get sucked into it i mean you know yes it's it is a challenging time but you know <laughs> there's so much out there that kind of gets misconstrued like I'm not, I am going to stop in a minute, but the, the, the amount that's made of interest rates, um, inflation rates, sorry, you know, the inflationary pressure this year has been as a result of the, the, the war in Ukraine, which is terrible, but that's caused the inflation rates to go up so high. And obviously now the government is saying, well, we'll do our best to get the inflation rates down next year, but the inflation rates will come down last, next year because Inflation is a year-on-year measure, and you won't have that inflationary kind of spike of the war in Ukraine and the the kind of the so the inflation rate is always going to come down. You know, anyway, I'm I'm ranting, but it just ah, that whole thing, the whole thing just really annoys because it will it leads to people fearing doing anything, you know, and I don't think that's it's it's one of those things of I'm not saying that we're not in choppy waters but we'll all survive dave what's your take on that in terms of is it really as bad as the media is making out so that's an amazing question because we will never know we're we're not gonna know aren't we because we're fed this information or the information comes from various sources and if you consume mainstream media or those main sources of information which is pretty much quite wide reaching, you're going to buy into it or you're going to listen to um, form opinions on that, aren't you? I don't really engage with a lot of the uh, mainstream media, but one of the things I like to do some mornings will be go on the BBC website, go to the news section, and look at the top titles of what's going on in the news. And then I go down to the papers. And the papers is a section where it's just the front cover. You have a photograph of an image of the front covers of every paper. And it amazes me that depending on which way they're leaning, what they'll actually say. And you've got a portion this way and a portion that way. And a lot of it is just a version, a slightly different version of something else. But it's the same old bullshit, day in, day out, day in, day out. And if it's not this, 
because that's not driving traffic, it will then be this. And if it's not this, it will then be that. And you can probably look, you can probably predict what's about to come. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of it is based on what's gone before, and then it comes around again, and it comes around again, and it comes around again. So they predict it. Things are predicted. We're warned that it's going to happen. We all get sucked into it, and it starts to happen, and we're all like, what the fuck, what the fuck? How about if we approached it differently? How about if we're looking at this information, and it's coming through, and it's just like, well, all right, you're saying that's going to happen, but there's an opportunity here. There's a chop opportunity. If they're saying that, that's to do something differently. That's the thing for me. We should be looking at everything that's going on at the moment, and there's a massive shift globally across everything. Finance, education, healthcare, you name it, it's shifting and it's going to change. And it's going to change because it can't continue. It's all outdated. It can't continue to exist the way it's existed. But they're still trying to shoehorn it back into a system and keep it within that framework. Opportunity now is to basically step outside of that framework or take items from that framework that work for you and just get on and do something differently. So, We've got massive, massive, massive opportunity at the moment, but everything's trying to be sucked back into that. Do it this way, do it this way, this, do, it, do it this way. Fuck that. Genuinely, fuck that. I mean, don't, don't hold back. I mean, tell us what you really think, though. Well, I mean, and again, this I think, is. I think you're just treading lightly there. Well, and it, you know, and we always <laughs> say, we always say, that's my opinion. Everybody's got an opinion. That's fine. You can have an opinion on mm, whatever yeah. you want, you know, as long as you're not affecting someone in affecting something in an adverse way. But I genuinely believe that's where we're, where we're at. And if you look outside of that box of mainstream and look for other opinions, and so for example, look at some of the stuff Russell Brand says, you know, and where he's coming from, and and and, and you might look at that and go, well, that's I don't get that, but it's varied. It's varied. It's varied opinion. Look outside of it. And you'll start to get insights into, in, into a different way of thinking. Just do it. It'll open your mind. And what it does, it gives you options rather than just left or right, black or white, right or wrong. It gives you options and it opens up the scope. Gives you some belief, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I like that. I mean, it's not even a metaphor. It's, it's probably more factual that every time shit happens or there are you know there are challenges you know difficult things happen there's always an opportunity huge you huge. know no matter how grim it is there's always opportunities so the media is telling us how things are, are really really bad now the media does that because the only way the media can actually exist is by getting people to read the media in which case you know or to or, or to watch or to listen to stuff and they'll, they'll go into like hyperbole or they'll talk about cast catastrophizing and everybody wants to know what's going wrong but there's, there's, some, there's so much opportunity as well. You know, you, you hear about what's going on with the climate, dreadful stuff going on. But there's also so many people doing so many great things to, to reverse that trend. When people lose their jobs, a lot of them set up businesses. When the stock market starts to crash, people start making money on the stock market again. You know, there's always something. There's always like an equal and opposite reaction to things which, which go on. And that's happened forever. And another thing I just took from there is when you, we were talking about, you know, we need to like forget what doesn't work and just start changing things so it does work. That's evolution, isn't it? That's what life has always is. done. Of course it is. Forever. Yes. Know, that doesn't work. Do this instead. And eventually you find something that works. I think, what, you know, what, what frustrates me sometimes is that 
you know, you hear the word sheeple a lot. You know, there are too many people who are just happy to be told what to do. And that's fine. I'm not judging anybody for that. You know, they don't have their own opinions and that's cool. I'm not bothered about that. But too many people complain about the way the world, you know, how shit life is at the moment. And it's not accurate. I really don't think, you know, life is that shit. In fact, it's probably the best time ever to be alive as a human being right now. I don't think it'll ever be as good as this again. When you look at what we've got in terms of like NHS is crumbling, we've got healthcare. You know, go back a few generations. We don't even have healthcare. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so there's you know, there's a lack of gratitude for what we've got and the progress that we've made. You know, people are struggling for jobs. Actually, employers are struggling to get people to work for them. You know, there's there's always the opposite. So we're, I mean, we're Gen X. We're defined as Gen X, aren't we? And Gen X have a completely different experience to the generations that are coming through. And our generation had to, I believe, had to to work a lot harder for a lot of things. And probably my mum and dad's generation before that. Now my, 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 yeah, my boys' generation have got a lot more and a lot easier life than we had. And I think in some circumstances, that becomes people become a bit soft. They get used to everything going in a particular way and then struggle when things basically don't go the way they expect it to. But life's life. Shit ain't always going to go the, the way that, it, that you, you expect it to. And there's always somebody else out there that's also struggling more than you. But you know, we we were we were chatting about it previously before we came on. We became, before we came online about what's relative to me is different relative to you. That that's just life, and who knows what's going to do with you know that's going to do with it. But what we feel and talking about the media and stuff like that, that's got to change. That has to change. But will it or won't it? It won't if everybody still can, keeps consuming the same old shit. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? When it, it will only change if people stop buying it. You know, you, you hear about people just boycotting newspapers because they were pumping out that much inaccurate shit. And you ain't going to read that anymore. So the newspaper has to change or else they just completely, you know, lose their entire reason for being an audience. So the newspaper will change. But doesn't that start with the people who are digesting that shit in the first place going, I ain't listening to that anymore. I'm going to listen to something else, you know. And eventually, you know, you will evolve in that way. So I think it's, I think it's down to the user, you know, of the person who, who reads it. And I've stopped watching the news unless, it, you know, unless it's just on and somebody else is watching it. I don't listen to the When the news comes on on the radio now, I just change channel or put Spotify on or something because I don't want to listen to it because they'll find the worst stuff ever. You know, you could look outside and go, you know, record temperatures. You know, the, the planet's going to die in, in 10 minutes. Well, actually, I'm going outside getting a suntan because I, I could do with a bit of vitamin D. Why do you have to tell us the worst shit that's going on? Yeah, you know, clickbait. That's what winds me up. Is, yeah, and it's, I think it's a lack of gratitude. I think that's the thing. You know, we're, we're being pumped this information. I'm not saying it's misinformation. We're just, we're just maybe 1% or 2% of actually what's going on, and we ignore the great stuff that's going on. You know, we, we're doing yeah. some brilliant things. As humanity, we're doing great things, but we're focusing on the shit that we're doing. That's what we tend to do. The news is is a, is a great example. You're not on the hour, every hour kind of thing. The news, what you hear is like, somebody's been murdered. Somebody's been raped. The economy's going to shit. People are dying. Everything's in crisis at the moment. It just makes you think, why do we even bother? And that's one of the reasons why depression is so high, mental health, suicide rates are so high. I think that really drives it. And the media have got to have a, going to have a proper look at themselves and think, you know, they're behind that. So they'll report things like, you know, mental health is worse than ever before. 
you know, there's more suicide than ever before. Hang on a second, you're the ones who were fucking making us like that. Stop being wankers and telling us that life's shit and actually start focusing on some good stuff. That's my rant. Well, it's, it's, it's conformity though, isn't it? <laughs> it's conformity. It keeps everybody conforming. It keeps everybody doing the same thing the way it's been done because that's the way they want it to, to, to proceed. And people are scared to death about doing it differently. In a lot of cases, because of, of the publicized consequence, you, do, you don't do it this way, then this will happen. And then the fear of what other people think. Now, for me, the day you stop caring or giving a shit about what other people think is like a rebirth. If you're a good person, you're a good person at the end of the day. You're doing what you're doing. You're not having a negative impact on anybody else. Stop giving a shit about what other people think because you will feel reborn. You will, you'll be like, right, I'll have a go at this or I'll do that. Or I'll do this. I'll it is liberating though, isn't it? Oh, mate, oh, without a wait, wait. Oh, I swear to God. But I think you need to get to, it's a certain, for us and our generation, it goes back to midlife. You get to a point and whether it's, whether you're, you're battle scarred or whatever that is, you just go, do you know what? I just don't care anymore. I'm a good person. I'm going to crack on and do the way that, that I want to do it. I couldn't give a shit what you're saying about me or you. You Who cares? Yeah. I'm a, I feel the same, man. I completely get that. Not everybody has the same outlook on life. And generally, I think that's because when you're younger in particular, you just need to be accepted by people. Yeah, absolutely. So it's important to care what people think about you or more important then than it is now. Now when we're like... Middle life. Mate. We're doing okay. We know we, we, we're not... We're midlife. We, we're not starving. You know, we can pay bills. We don't have to worry too much about getting a job because we know we can get a job. But when you're younger, it's important to, to have that perception of being employable, for example, or if you're single... You know, am, am I attractive to somebody I want to attract, for example? So it is important to to worry about or think about how am I being perceived. But once you've got all those things, you know, well, not everything, but when you have a job, a stable income, a roof over your head, and you know, and a loving partner, for example, you've got what you what you need, then you don't have to worry too much about what people think about you. Plus, you get you, you know, you, your life experience tells you to. Or helps you gain confidence in making decisions. You know your own priorities. And I think when you're a lot younger, you don't actually understand yourself that well because you're still learning about life and yourself. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's the case that you've kind of got a, in times like this where you sort of, you're just confronted with so much shit that could potentially derail you, really affect your mental health, affect how you sort of, how you kind of deal with. The, the sort of circumstances around you, you've just got to go, you know what, fuck it. It is just about the immediate concerns you've got around you, you know, your family, what you do for a living, how you spend your life, you know, your friends. That's what's important. If there's some sort of disaster going on around that, great, give it your energy, but don't worry about stuff beyond the human thing of recognizing that these, some of these things are awful and have such you know impacts but you know you've just got to kind of rein it back in and go actually selfishly am i having a good time am i surviving am i making my life and the, that that the life of the people around me better at which point you have sort of transcended this sort of media kind of story that is quite easy to get sucked into 
And it is that thing you mentioned before, Andy, about sheeple. And it's really weird because just before this podcast, I was actually listening to some music. And the last thing that came on was Once in a Lifetime by Talking Heads. <laughs> and I'd never really thought deeply about lyrics. But as I said, I was just listening to it. And it's like, and it is about letting the world sort of go, subscribing to this thing that all these things that you're expected to have, you know, job, car, beautiful wife, as he talks about, your society expects us to have all of those things, right? And then we roll on, the world sort of flows around us, the water flows around us, as he says in the song. You know, we're just accepting this stuff that we're, we're part of rather than sort of taking control of it and, and, and making our own changes in, in what we do. You know, things like career, you know, that, that, that it's so easy, so, so easy to be sucked into this thing of acceptance. You've got to have this career. You've got a job. You're doing this, this, and this. It's bringing in X money. And that's it. That's the end of the picture. You've got no options in life. I've spoken to so many people. I've been there myself. And it is not true. And the minute you realize things like that and go, you know what? I have got options, right? It might be that we're dipping into a recession. It might be that we had, we had the crash however many years ago when we had COVID to contend with and all these kind of things. Every time there's been a recession has been the time that I've thrived as a freelancer or own company owner. You know, that, that's my message to myself and it's, it's a message to other people. You know, just because there's doom and gloom that's projected on us, don't, you don't have to wander through life and let it wash over you. If you take control of it, I sound like some wee wah sort of manifestation guru here, don't I? But, you know, I'm not saying that. It's just about sort of taking the control and not letting the water flow over you. You know, that's, that's it for me, realisation. I love it. No, I love that. I mean, that, that sounds not only cathartic and liberating, it, it sounds like you've, you're enlightened in that respect. You know, totally. you, you've, you've had enough shit thrown your way in life to realise what's important and what's not important. And if you, if you listen to what everybody else is saying, yeah. then that will control your thoughts. When yeah. actually, you can just listen to your own narrative and go, I know what's right and I know what's wrong. Fundamentally, they're my virtues. You need the shit though, don't you? Because if you don't get that shit thrown at you, yeah. then you, you're never going to know the difference. So you need it. But everybody fears it. Everybody mm. wants to run away from it. But the good stuff is the good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. But the bad stuff, yeah, it's shit. But you need it. I, I completely agree. And talking to my younger self, it would probably disagree entirely with what you've said because you want the path of least resistance, I reckon. It hurts when you do something for the first time which doesn't work. And it hurts when you lose somebody close to you or you lose money or you lose a belonging or, you, or you're confused and overwhelmed. It does hurt, but those things do make you stronger. So, the, the, you know, the, the profound phrase is life is suffering. And at first I thought that's, that's a stupid phrase. That doesn't make any sense. Life is suffering. But actually, if you're not feeling some kind of distress or stress, then you're not even living. You know, well, no matter what you're doing, if your business was all was all roses, then you wouldn't be motivated to improve things. You know, if you, you know, if you if you're into sport, cycling, running, or whatever, you've got to feel a level of pain to grow. Oh, there's no that. progress. Not, otherwise, yeah, exactly. You've got to well, no pain, no gain. That's what they say. Which which I get. It's true. Well, yeah, 
it's stress plus rest equals growth. So we need to like, we need to feel some sort of pain. We need to reflect on what that pain was and what can we do about it? And then evolve, as you were saying before, Dave, you know, we need that. We need that to evolve as humans. I think the key to that is recognizing what stress is are the important ones, what, what, what are the ones worth learning from? Because again, if we wind it back to what we were talking about, like, and I'm a bit of a bugger for this, but the news, the messages, all of that kind of stuff can stress you out and it can affect those other things. Whereas if, you know, stress is in your own life, a, a contract gets cancelled at work that you're doing, or but they're the kind of things you can learn from. There's not much you can learn from Liz Truss messing up the economy other than the fact that, you know, it'll have to get sorted somehow. You know what I mean? I, other than that, I can't learn from it. I can just, you know, I can only affect the things around me and, and then I can only learn from the stresses that have applied to me directly and go, yeah, actually, because of that, I wouldn't do that again. You, you know what I mean? That, that's, that's how I, I'm talking this through. It's almost you've got these these different sorts of strains in life, and there's and it is like everyone says, is there's all the stuff you can't affect, so don't let it bother you, and the stuff that you can affect, so let that bother you, you know. Yeah, well, that's it. What's in your control, and what's out of your control, and the, the key to it is, and you, you kind of touched on that, is checking your own thoughts, isn't it? You know, if we, we're thinking about stuff and worrying about stuff that is out of our control. It's just ineffective, unproductive, and it just creates more mental illness. If you just think about what's in my control, what can I do about anything, that's all I need to worry about, and everything else is irrelevant. I, I went for a run last night with um, with Wright and Roadrunners, and Barry is one of the oldest people in the group. He won't mind me saying that. He's in his 60s, and he's amazing, and he's, he can do a 5K in under 20 minutes still. Wow. This guy is, he is, for me, he's one of my inspirations. I won't tell him this because he's super humble and it'll embarrass him. Anyway, we're talking about stuff, and the older he gets, the more he wants to learn. You know, he's really accelerating his learning, wants to become fitter, healthier, more productive. Sounds like a Radiohead song, that, doesn't it? So he's, he's, he's evolving all the time, but he's worrying about things which are out of his control. And we were, we were talking about this. It's like when you realise when you're getting towards the end of your living days if you like when you when you realize that you kind of realize that most of what we've learned is completely irrelevant we just read to we just really need to focus on what's important to us and those loved ones around us you know knowing pi to 100 decimal places and you know spending several years learning some kind of trigonometry learning stuff which is irrelevant is just a waste of your time you know unless it's something which is going to be practical and useful that's probably one for another show though i want to lighten the mood if that's all right do it, we, do it, do it. Let's get, let's get the balance back again because, you know, we have, we've had a proper good run and I feel good for it, I must admit. I like being heard, sentient paradox. I, lo I love it when, when people listen and give us the opportunity to run. That's what we all need to do. We need the opportunity to express ourselves, get things off our chest, not suppress it within us. So what I want to do is lighten the mood and just uh, bring it up a notch or two. Phil, you've inspired me with something now. Because you were, you were telling us about um, the lyrics to a particular mm. track there by Talking Heads. It's very, very relevant. And I've said before, when people are talking, I'm hearing songs going yeah. on all the time. Me too. You know, when somebody says a word, it's in my yeah. head. I've got all these, these songs. It's like a jukebox. <laughs> so I'm going to, I want to, I'll just ask you just to play a game of song tennis. <laughs> it's got to be positive. It's got to be something that cheers you up. 
and something which might even be relevant to what we've just been talking about. So I'll give you an idea. So you, you were talking about... Once talking in a heads, lifetime. What's yeah, once in a once lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Sampled by the bass heads on um, whatever it was, that sort of rave, early early dance rave tune. Dum, dum, oh, did you, dum, did you remix dum, it by dum, any chance? No, no. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah, that <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Is there for, anybody For our listeners' sake, there? if you've not heard this before, he, he talks about this every time. Phil's... Phil's um, Phil's an audio engineer, does remixes and songs, and he's worked with some really big, you know, some really big artists, and he's DJed in New York. So just in case <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> I DJed in Limeside at weekend, and it was really good. <laughs> so, same as it ever was, I'm going to, Dave, you're up next after me. I'm going to go with, on a very similar sort of theme, cheers me up anyway, Delimitri, nothing ever happens. The needle returns to the start of the song. It's what? exactly the same. It's yeah. the same message, but it yeah. cheers me up, though. Dave, up to you. Oh, my God. I've got some... Uh, the list goes on. Uh, the Stone Roses, I Am the Come Resurrection. On. Yeah, brilliant. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a one to give the spirits a, 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 a dust down, isn't it? It brings and back massive memories. Of, yeah. Massive memories of a time. It's one of the songs I can remember a lot of the lyrics to, and you can sing along to it and belt it out. It's mm. just yeah. pure class. And it is like down, down, you bring me down, you know? Yeah. I hear yeah. you knocking on my door at night and I can't sleep uh, and I can't sleep at night, which is like, you can apply that to the, the, the kind of the, the malaise of media of, of kind of messaging that, that just confronts you. And, he, and it is about rising up. I mean, quite literally, it's about, you know, that I never caught this, you know, the guitar bit that goes ding, 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 towards the end. That's... I was walking past a church and the church bells were doing that. And I'm like, no, that's where it's come from. It, it must be one of the church bell ring kind of settings and uh, ringtones. I, I, I <laughs> think, no, seriously. Course, I seriously. think God's stolen that from the roses, not the other way around. Not a oh. chance. No <laughs> way. God has stolen the roses. <laughs> <laughs> that could be another album cover, couldn't it? Oh, yeah. God Steals yeah. the Roses. No. That um, is definitely an album yeah. or a band. <laughs> Live on stage. Yeah. God Steals the Roses. On church bells. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just to remind <laughs> that rhetorical question again, you know what quick fire means? <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Phil, over to you. What's your next? Oh, uplifting, relevant though. tune. Come on, keep going. Uh, oh, gosh. tennis. No, uh, oh, flipping it. <sighs> I need time to prepare for this kind of stuff. My head goes into overdrive, trying to sort of second guess. I've what, got one. What? Just imagine if I had four Stellas, it would you be flowing? I've got <laughs> right loads. Right there, back to you. I've, I've got loads. Go on, go on, go on. Metallica, nothing else matters. I feel like you need to like scream down the microphone at us for that one. It is a mic drop moment. I've got yeah. another. I've got another. Should okay. I just keep dropping them? I've whoa, got whoa, another one. Whoa. Take it, take it in turn. Oh, I'm in, I've boys. I've been excited. Okay. I've got a really obvious one. Live Forever, Oasis. Bang on. Lovely. It's obvious. She's it. It's but lovely. Works for me. Are you ready, Phil? No, I'm not. I'm just, I can't Get do thinking. it. I can't. No, it, the I guy just... works in music. Well, know, He's from a musical background. I'm going to give you the Phil's. Let me give you Phil's. Go Ian on. Brownfield. Go on, give us Phil's. 
Ooh, <laughs> fantastic expectations. Amazing, Amazing revelations. revelations. Yeah. Loving it, yeah. Amazing okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna change genre with this one. <laughs> it's the final countdown. Oh, oh no. see, you don't no. like it, but you've no. got to you just you <laughs> don't understand how good that tune <laughs> is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It just puts a smile in everybody's face, that. Do you know where that comes from? We're leaving together. Go on. Oh, church on. bells. Your, yeah, your church, yeah. Yeah, I heard Maggie playing on the organ the other night. <laughs> Did you know? We're leaving together. I love that. You know, it's all about screwing the planet up. This was written in the early 80s, and they were talking about what we're talking about now. Yeah. It was prophecy. Mm. Europe. Phil, Dave, I'm still no. I can't. I can't. My mind's blank completely. My mind's blank. blank. What cheers you up then? What song you put on to cheer you up? Quick song um, to cheer you up. I don't put music on to cheer. To cheer oh me my goodness, very mate! Often. Hey, <laughs> you're missing the point here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, go on, Dave. Well, come sometimes, on, yeah, Phil sometimes I, music clearly. Sometimes, if I'm feeling a bit <laughs> crappy. I like to listen to some sort of sultry stuff that gets emotion going. Do you know what I mean? That can make you tear up a little Ooh. bit. So I like, mm. you can't beat some of the Gladiator soundtrack. Or I tend to go to soundtracks, so anything from Gladiator or Interstellar. I thought uh, you meant the TV program. Interstellar. Then. Then. Like <laughs> In the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Gladiator, oh my goodness. If I'm feeling a bit, mm. sometimes you want to, if you're feeling a bit, you want to get it out. Listen to something somber, man, that means something. So, Gladiator, or mm. in, anything from Inter, you know, Interstellar. Holy smoke! Some of that, some of the soundtrack. All right, that All right um, so yeah. you're leaning into it. You're leaning into it. I'm going to go with the drugs don't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never fails to make me cry. That yeah. Always a tear rolls down my face when I listen to that. So leaning into it, I've got a good one. Which on. is the whole album, and me and Andy have talked about this before, the whole album of What's Going On by Marvin Gaye, which is... Holy shit. I mean, that so is good. the prophecy of what... I mean, it was happening then, it happens now. Yeah. You know, the, the imbalance in society, the, the environment, the whole thing it is the best 37 minutes you could probably ever spend mm. that album. And that lifts me up, as well as making me feel very... Phil, I've got to thank you for that. I really mm. have got to thank you for that because I remember we were having like a WhatsApp chat one mm. night. I've probably had a bottle of, bottle of red wine. I'm like, got my headphones on, going, I need something to listen to. And I'm going, one of the best, one of the best albums of 1970. I think I was talking about Bill Weathers at the time. Yeah. Going, how have I not heard this album before? Mm. And you came and trumped it with yeah. that. Yeah, and I listened to that night. I listened to it from beginning to end, and it was a perfectly placed album from beginning to yeah. end. Everything led into the it next does. track perfectly. That's the brilliant It's not thing a compilation. No. It just bleeds in. It's like it was, it was storytelling, wasn't it? Yeah, totally. And for, and for a white bloke from England listening to that about what was going on in the US, in the US for black people, it proper was emotional. That was and still more does, than prophecy. I mean, like, was, let's face it, it still does. It but that's the shocking thing about it. Yeah, um, so isn't that something good about music? When you when you can feel what other people are feeling through mm, music, yeah, totally. Yeah. What a gift! Yeah. What a gift! What a gift! Any more, Dave? Before we finish off, because oh my goodness, I think well, Phil's if, got another. If, if I just literally, if I literally just want to, if I'm wrapping up from a bit of work, it's a Friday, and I'm not doing me, me Ubering, no Ubering, and it might be early doors, five o'clock, kind mm. of Stella, little bit of Abba on in the background, little bit of Abba. And slowly Don't increase that track, increase that volume <laughs> as the tracks progress, and then start to get a shuffle on. 
Dawn's the kitchen, <laughs> Dawn's the kitchen, right? And I will belt out some moves, so you, no problem. Love it, <laughs> love it. So you you dance around the kitchen to Abba on a Friday Mate, night. Da- I love dancing. Stella. I love. Oh, I feel free. It's escapism for me. That's why I still like that. That's why still like my tunes and going to going to a club every now and again if I can get past the fear factor of going in the fear no, of no. the day after. No, no, Banging no. Oh man, I love to dance. What? No, love it. Love no, it, no, no. You you try, but you're trying to make it more masculine than it actually is. You you have fluffy slippers on when you're doing that. You're wearing a onesie. <laughs> you've got painted toenails, and you've got a little gin in your hand. Mate, you, you buy Singing you Abba. buy me the That's slippers and the onesie. I will paint my nails. <laughs> I don't like gin. I will paint my nails. Open up a can and send you the video. Not a problem at all. I'd love to. In fact, do it. I'll do it. Well, you do that, sister. You do am that. I, doing, am I, am I will I, send you those fluffy sisters. Am I going gel nails or traditional? What, what are you thinking, boys? I'm thinking I might just... Hey, whatever floats your boat. I, longer. I, I'm thinking like... Gel lasts longer. <laughs> does it? Yeah. Shellac? Oh, no. I don't, is that a thing? I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, Phil, what's your Friday afternoon song? You have to think about it. Friday afternoon song. Friday yeah. afternoon song. I've finished for work. That's it. Kind of stellar. You put on a track to go, boom the weekend there goes the fear by doves oh yeah just like it doves are just the, one of the best bands i think because yeah, from a yeah, song a production point of view they're absolutely brilliant the thing about there goes the fear it's, it's about in middle age and all that kind of stuff and letting go and the brilliant thing at the end just out of nowhere did this samba band appears and plays the last sort of minute or minute and a half it's like how do you go from this sort of thing to this samba band playing you out it's just it's just awesome uplifting love it love it i've I've got a whole playlist for a for a friday afternoon but it'll include shaka khan i feel for you because it's just the best song ever made with some of the best artists ever who've lived not only shaka khan and melly mel and prince and stevie wonder what a playlist of one song that's just intense talent right on one on, on four minutes there and don't stop me now i'm having such a good time just pumps me up and pumps up kicks foster people as well that's me done i'm spent i need to drop my pen or microphone now dave talk us out the show before i get too excited what have we learned today dave do you know how, do you know what i don't know because it's been it's been an absolutely mix of everything holy smoke <laughs> holy <laughs> smoke from the serious rantage through to the not so serious talking cod combo through to music you know so it's been a it's been a bit of a mad blend i can't wait to hear the edited version when 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 guy works his when guy works his magic you know i mean what was my what was my main point for it phil you type in there hang on phil you type in will you stop it it's coming you just coming in my ears now sorry stop coming in my ears Sorry, Dave. You were saying. I think my, my take, my possible takeaway from it was was me a little bit of a rant, whereas uh, not bothering what other people think. You know, that's what I would put. That's what I would put. Don't care what other people think. Don't care what other people think is is a great one. Coming up in the in the show next time, Phil is uh, Jindy Man, who is yeah. a, he runs a business called the Selfish Leader. He really he's so far on our wavelength. It's untrue. He runs all sorts of initiatives. He runs a, a sort of men's talking group uh, online called Circles, which we've mentioned before. He's worked with big companies. He works with you know all sorts of people, but it's very much about connecting with who you are as a person. So Jindy's going to be an absolutely top 
top guest for us. And he's got a great newsletter as well. So if you're not on it already, Selfish Leader, Bosch. Se- really looking season forward to Season three, that episode yeah. two, teed up nicely. Yes. Boom. Love it. We're going to get some great guests on Talking Cod. So if you know anybody you think will be a really good guest on Talking Cod, drop us a line. Dave, how does our listener get in touch with us again? You can always get in touch with us, guys. Uh, you can always email us at hello at talkingcod.com. Hook us up on our usual social channels, as always. But if you like what you hear, give us a share and a follow and maybe a bit of a comment. But only give us a comment if you've got something that's worth saying. Don't just spam us to death. And I've had a few spam emails which make me chuckle. Some some really bizarre ones. But or maybe they're not bizarre. Maybe that's nice. just the way that I'm looking into them. Maybe they, maybe, maybe it's, it's true. actually maybe all it's, super relevant. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's true. Any feedback's a gift. If you like what you hear, my name's Andy. If you don't, my name's Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that's the story. You've just summed up my life there. Well done. That's pretty class. <laughs> It's been absolutely brilliant today. Yeah. I've absolutely brilliant. Sound like Gary Barlow. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant today. Thank you very much for Gary lightening Barlow. my mood and thank you for listening. <laughs> this is Gary Barlow uh, from Take That. Just like to say thank you in uh, have a little patience. <laughs> well, said, well, we said the guests would be uh, going up level, didn't we? Albert and Take That. You are one of the toughest blokes I've ever met. I'm telling you now. You're terrifying. I know, mate. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed us talking COD, please give us a rating, leave us a review in your podcast app, and subscribe now. Quick shout out to the guys at DapDip Productions, the folks pushing the buttons behind the scenes. Check them out at dapdip.co.uk. And thanks to Rubber Bear for our theme tune, Elements. Find the band on Spotify and SoundCloud. We'll see you next time for more Talking Code.